What's up, guys? It's your host, Sonia, and you're listening to What a Week, a podcast where I sit down and talk about my week in the most unorganized way possible. This is episode number 39 for the week of March 28th through April 3rd. We might even start talking about this like current week right now because to be quite honest, being two weeks behind or ahead in quote unquote puts me behind because I completely forget what happened already two weeks ago because I normally record on Sundays. I barely find any time to record throughout the week. So we'll see how it goes. I will let you know if it's for the next upcoming week. Don't worry. I've got you. But if you're ready, then let's go. What's up? What's up? Happy Monday. How are you all doing? How was your week? I hope it was a positive, productive, or a self-care week because we all need some of that. To be quite honest, we all need one of those. Self-care kind of weeks are my favorite types of weeks because I feel like as a society in general, if we're not doing something, we feel like something is off as if we are not allowed to just relax, take a moment for ourselves and do absolutely nothing. I feel like in this generation, in this time, worth is tied to the productivity. And to be quite honest, most of the times I just don't want to do anything, which is why I feel like I spend three to five minutes in my car after I've already parked in front of my house because inside my car there is nothing or no one like judging me for not doing something so I'm just sitting there peacefully looking at TikToks listening to music answering a message or two I feel like that's the reason why anyway I completely sidetracked or sidestepped there on my conversation But you know what? That is how these podcasts go. Honestly, guys, I've been feeling a little bit like down on these podcasts because I think like my listener, my viewership, I guess, quote unquote, it's not my viewership because of course it's like how many of you guys are listening has gone down remarkably in the past few weeks. Not many people are listening. Five people are listening from where I started, which kind of like, makes me wonder what is something that I can change on these podcasts so I can increase the viewership. However, I have like this quote in my head that we have to be true to ourselves and we shouldn't be changing our content to fit the needs of others because then it becomes a chore. So I don't want this podcast to become a chore for me. I don't want it to become something where I'm like, tying it to or let me rephrase that I don't want the happiness and joy that I get from doing these podcasts to be tied with viewerships or how many people listen to it every week and normally what I notice is if I don't put something out there to let people know that the podcast is out 
not that many people listen to it. So they don't, they're not subscribed to the podcast per se. So they don't get like those weekly notifications. And when I was putting it on TikTok, I think more people were listening to it. More, I guess I would get more random people who just came across it and would listen to the podcast itself. But I do have my fellow listeners who always, always listen every week. There's a word for that, but the word has completely evaded me. So I'm not even going to attempt to rem- like remember it at this point. But they're always every, they're always here every week. So for you, I am very thankful because even if it's just five listens every week, it's something. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you're new, hello, my name is Sonia. I am a 27-year-old person. I don't know how to end that. Um, Born and raised here in Texas. I'm having a whole career change. I had like my my midlife crisis really early. Quarter life crisis was real, but I felt like it was more of a midlife crisis. And so I'm going through a switch in careers. I'm slowly ending this one and I'm moving on to the next. Anyway, that's pretty much it, guys. I've I've completely rambled for at least three, four minutes now. And none of it had to do with what happened two weeks ago. (laughs) But I think the biggest problem, I wouldn't want to say a problem, but the overarching theme of last week or two weeks ago was stress, anxiety. I don't know what it was and I don't know what it is, but I feel like a lot of it just came from all of the things that I've been having to do. Like I feel like I'm like left and right and this is, I need to do this. I need to do that. Uh, this is due. This is due. I need to be here. This person needs me. This person needs me. I get all these emails. I need to fix this. I get parents, parent emails. I get messages and I've been all over the place. And I don't think I've been able to just like hone myself and just ground myself and do things that I want to do and that I enjoy. Sometimes even going out with friends, I don't think I even have a minute to myself if that if that makes sense and i think intro introverts have that where we have our moments of extra extrovertedness where we want to be around people and we enjoy people's company but we sometimes just need that time to recharge ourselves so even just being by ourselves for an hour two hours watching a movie eating a favorite dessert, for example, something like that, that kind of like brings us back and recharges our energy and it allows us to continue. I felt the the last two weeks that my mind is always elsewhere. Like I'm never in the moment. I'm always thinking like, oh my gosh, I have this due. I have this due. What am I going to do? What am I going to teach tomorrow? Oh my goodness, the parents are talking about this. What am I going to do to solve that problem? Uh, I have meetings. Oh my goodness, I have parent-teacher conferences. I I have a trip I need to go to. I need to make sure I sell those tickets because if not, then I, I lost money. Like all those things, you know? Those are some of the inner thoughts that have been going on in my head for the last two weeks. 
And I think all of that just put together was a recipe for disaster. And to add to that, you, if you listened, if you tuned into last week's podcast, you heard uh, both by the, the noise and you heard me talk about the fact that my brother got a new dog. It was a little puppy, cute as can be, at least for the first six hours that we knew the dog. Those first six hours were, oh, so cute. And then after that, it all went downhill real fast. <laughs> it, my brother decided to get a little poodle. Super cute. It was a six-week, six-week-old puppy, I think. I'm, I don't quote me on that, but I think it was like a six-week-old puppy. It was a boy, was white and like has like light brown or caramel brown um, ears and then like a brown spot on the side super cute super tiny literally like weighed nothing at that point and my brother bought the cage brought all these things but personally I was worried because I have a dog of my own he is 16 years old he's really old and at this point in my life I'm not prepared or ready, especially with everything going on at work. I'm not prepared or ready to have a puppy. Puppies are a big responsibility. And I was reminded of that these last few weeks because, my goodness, the amount of pee, poo, crying that they do is ridiculous. Like, I just, I had completely forgotten about that. And then this dog, this puppy, is has an attitude, very sassy. So it's very hard to one, train, uh, and two, he was very snarky and loves to bite, play biting, I guess, uh, my dog. However, my dog's 16. My dog has never really been a fan of dogs, never really been around dogs. So I think that was my fault. I never socialized him with other dogs. So he's had a hard time, always. He, you can tell that he gets anxious when he gets around dogs. So having a little six-week-old puppy with a 16-year uh, puppy, like completely two different points in their lives. So I was struggling. So besides the fact that I have all these to-do lists or this growing to-do list, I also have the worry, the stress of my dog and I'm scared that he's probably going to feel left out he's going to be feeling uncomfortable feeling too anxious and I really do not want to cause any extra anxiety or stress on my dog especially because of how old he is and he's not healthy anymore like he does have to take medicine every day and I just I was I was overwhelmed I was really overwhelmed because I wanted to give the attention to the puppy because I know that the puppy needs the most attention right now in order to like play and train. But then I would see my dog and my I could feel that my dog wanted the attention as well, which then led me to the conclusion that my goodness, I'm not ready for kids. I'm not in the slightest ready for kids because kudos to anybody who's had two kids. 
that struggle of trying to balance your love and affection and time between two is straight up difficult. And that's exactly what I was going through. Like I cried that first week when they brought the doggy back um, in our home because I was having such a hard time trying to like balance that out. And right now, I think after a week, two weeks now, it's been two weeks after those two weeks, we've learned how to manage. I've learned of things that I should do and I shouldn't do to make sure that I could keep the dogs separate enough to the point like that my brother's dog will not be biting my dog or taking his food away or his toys away. Like he literally was taking everything away. It was hard. And I love dogs. I do. But I think with everything going on, I just couldn't. I was just not prepared for it. I personally was not ready for that change at this point in the in my life. So that just added to the amount of stress. Uh, and I never even mentioned the doggy's name. The doggy is named Milo. My mom, I guess, named him, which is weird. I don't know how that came to be. But my mom thought about it. Or I think my brother was reading off a list, maybe, or my dad was reading off a list of dog possible dog names. They came across Milo. My mom's like, oh, Milo. And then my brother's like, oh, that totally fits him. Now, honestly, looking back, I would have rather named the dog Rex or Raptor just because he loves to bite. And he has the biggest, like, mouth I've ever seen on a poodle. Like, the way he opens his mouth wide is scary. And those teeth are so sharp. So sharp. So I... I now looking back, I'm like Rex or Raptor, Shark Bait. One of those would have fit like fit better. He does look like a Milo when you just look at his sweet face, but then like he starts playing and doing all that shebang, and you're like, nope, you're definitely not a Milo. <laughs> so all of that just put together, I was stressing out. I was hyperventilating at some point. I was crying, definitely crying, and. It didn't hit me like how stressed out I was until I was out with my cousin. We went out to go eat Korean food. That day in itself, I thought I was going to have like free because my friend actually ended up canceling on me, which was perfectly fine. I was like, oh, I get to go home and relax. Then my cousin messaged me and it had been a while since we hung out. So I was like, yeah, for sure. Like I wanted to go, but I feel like my body was like pretty much not ready and it 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 wanted more time to relax and to just like wind down after the week I had and I didn't give it that time so I went with my cousin everything was fine we ate delicious food we came back we got like a little snow cone and throughout the conversation I had had a very like stressful Friday afternoon like I even had to take some time to just like stop and slow down and take some deep breaths because I was going a mile a minute. My head was going a mile a minute. Everything was going a mile a minute. So I had to take some pauses and breathing exercise and do some breathing exercises just to kind of get my center back. Uh, And I was fine by the time I went out with my cousin, everything was well until the very end of the conversation. I was almost pretty much done with like my slushy or snow cone. I don't even know what you would call it. And that's when I realized that I couldn't breathe. Like I was having a hard time speaking and breathing. It's kind of like when 
like even when I do podcasts, sometimes like I, since I'm talking so much, I start breathing through my mouth instead of through my nose. I don't know how to do both at the same time, like talk and breathe at the same time. So kind of like that situation. I was having a very difficult time breathing. I couldn't catch my breath. I didn't know what was going on. Like I felt like I needed to take very, very deep breaths in order for me to even feel some oxygen going through my body. So that kicked in and I realized like, oh, like I need to go home. So I turned on the car. I didn't really tell her, but I turned on the car and I drove her back to her house. We said bye. And as I'm going back home, like all the drive there, I am literally forcing myself to breathe in and breathe out. I'm doing like the biggest deep breaths that one could ever even think about. I had to start breathing through my mouth because like I could no longer just breathe perfectly through my nose. It was weird. I was, I don't even know what was happening. I was hoping I wasn't getting something. Like it kind of does feel like you're having a heart attack. I think my cousin mentioned that, my other cousin when I told her this story and I'm like, you're right. Like you, you just don't feel there. You don't feel like your soul and your person is there and experiencing all this. Like you just feel out of the loop. It's just very odd. And I was nowhere in a right mindset in the right headspace through all of this. When I got home, I literally just started crying which is crazy because I, I, nothing that I remember like caused it to happen. Like at the moment that I was with my cousin, everything was going well. We were just talking about dramas and like, hey, dramas, okay? <laughs> like not not like personal dramas, um, but we were just talking and it was a good conversation and nothing was bad about it. But I just think that after the week I had, my body was just like, that's enough. You need to stop. You need to take a break, breathe, and just recuperate yourself. You understand? So I got home. I was crying. I was trying to breathe. I couldn't. My mom literally got like alcohol on a pad or like a cotton pad. I didn't know this was a thing, but apparently like that kind of helps with the breathing. I don't know what that's for. Someone go, someone go Google that for me because I don't know, but my mom kind of put alcohol on a cotton pad, put it near my nose, had to breathe in through that. Like that to- like definitely woke me up a little bit. But then I just kind of like washed my face and got ready to go to sleep. And that's when like my whole like nervous system and everything just like, like it just relaxed. It went down a notch. I was able to breathe again. I was able to catch my breath. My tears stopped. It was the weirdest thing, but that's kind of when I realized. And that's, that was my body's way of telling me, you need to slow down. You need to take a break. You need to stop. It was just a lot of things that were going on at the same time. And I didn't realize it until that moment. I thought I could continue at that rate that I was going because I was finishing things. I was doing things. I was literally like so productive, if you want to put it. But my body was like, no, no, you need to, you need to relax. And I just, I don't know, but I'm very thankful. That I made it through. I'm thankful for my mom and my dad that kind of just re- reassured me that everything was going to be fine and that I was definitely having some sort of like stress related attack or something like just 
that it was caused by stress. I don't want to say that I had an anxiety attack. Not sure what, I don't know exactly. Like, you know, some people get diagnosed with those. I'm, I have not been diagnosed with those, but it felt like that. But I was just very thankful that I, that I, I people didn't think I was going crazy because I, it, it was just an out of this world experience. I've only had those. The last time I've had those was when I was in college. It's been five years since college. So it was strange to experience that all over again, especially at such a random time. Like it did not happen as I was stressed out at work. It happened literally out of the blue when I was just talking to my cousin in the car eating a slushie. Like what? <laughs> like that was just like the randomest time for it to just like um, spark. It was weird. But overall, everything this week has gone better. I still have a lot of things that are due. I definitely do and I'm still stressed. But I'm looking forward to this upcoming week because I'm literally four days away, three days away now at this point from driving to Vegas. I'm so excited. I can't wait. And I think like that's kind of getting me through it. I And then also just being more comfortable with the new dog, the new change that happened in our day-to-day life. I've become more accustomed and used to it. There's certain things here and there, like there's literally like hills, mountains. It's like a roller coaster. But it's better than the first week. I'm no longer feeling like my dog is feeling neglected. I think he's gotten used to the new dog. Not necessarily 100%. That dog still, Milo still wants to like bite my brownie's face. But I think little by little, small steps. I think that's what I need to do. But yeah, it's crazy. I think that was the biggest part of the whole week um, that I remember. I also remember just being out with my friends on Thursday before this whole shebang happened. Because like the whole anxiety attack, if you want to call it that, um, I don't know again happened on Friday but on Thursday I just went out with my friends to go eat we were it was great like I really do have some good friends in my life right now which I'm very thankful for super blessed because we literally went to go eat crack some jokes told some stories then we went out got some dessert laid down on the lawn literally lay down on the lawn looked at the stars started singing random songs We even visited, revisited the old school Justin Bieber, baby phase era, you know, it was just hilarious. And at that moment, I was blessed and I knew it. And I was like, I have wonderful friends and I am blessed to have them. So it ended. It had some good. There were some highlights in there. But yeah. But alrighty, guys. That is pretty much it. I really don't want to continue rambling on. I don't think I have anything else interesting that happened. Again, having to do these podcasts two weeks out, no bueno. I completely forget my brain is mush by this point. Okay. Pretty much mush. But if you guys enjoyed this podcast or if you have ever felt like this, if you ever felt that like you are, you're going a mile a minute and you, your body's finally decides to tell you you need to slow down and your body does something that just kind of like wakes you up does a whole big wake-up call 
then please one, let me know, comment, go to my social medias, what a week podcast. I have a what a week pod, uh, podcast to TikTok account. Let, go and let me know. Also make sure to rate this podcast five stars, both on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave a positive review, share it with others, let them know that there's always out someone out there that has felt the same. They're not alone. And I think that's the biggest thing. We all need to know that we're not alone. We're not going through this thing we call life by ourselves. Anyway, that is it. I'm going to go because I really need to get ready for bed. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to edit this podcast and have it ready for Monday. We shall see. I need to take a shower. I need to do a bunch of stuff. And it's ridiculous. I'm going to tell you that right now. It is ridiculous. Anyway, that's it. (laughs) I'll see you guys next week. And yep. Alrighty, guys. Bye.